0: Okay, good. I'm glad to see you, and Thank you for having me on. And yes, that's exactly what I love to do. I love to talk about how this is biblical, literally. We're living in the day, you guys, when we are going to get rid of these, these criminals that make Anne and me so crazy, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> be great, beautiful days ahead.
1: That, you know what, I, I, I absolutely think you're right. I mean, you know, you report the news night every night. There's just so many nut things, nutty things out there, and I just have to make fun of these people because they're just pathetic. And it's just such a bad show. It's like a bad D-rated movie now. They're getting an F in my book for fail, fail, and more failure. But right. we need to keep pointing it out for the people who haven't quite woken up yet, don't have the scales off their eyes. So for those that do, laugh with me. For those that don't, enjoy the freak show because it is a freak show that you're watching right, <laughs> right. now, Right,
0: right. Exactly. And this does, knowing kind of that this is a, this something big is going on behind the scenes really keeps us from uh, getting too frustrated about it. So um, I hope I can share the screen. Um, I have, uh, my website is freedomforce.live. For those of you who are new um, to my channel, go to freedomforce.live. And then I, I have three bestseller books here. This is um, uh, "End Times" and "A Thousand Years of Peace" was my first one because it's the. Remember, if you don't remember anything else I say, remember it's the end times for them and a thousand years of peace for us. This is what we're headed for. It's going to be. It's going to be wonderful, and we're in the middle of this. For but remember how President Trump just said. He said it multiple times. He said this is the final battle, and he's not kidding. This is not hyperbole. This is this is real. So yeah. So here is a, a passage. Years ago, and I actually went to uh, uh, the uh, Freedom March up in uh, – toward the at the Freedom Plaza in Washington, D.C., and this was the passage that I read, and this is what we're – basically, I think you were, were wanting us to talk about today, is how do we get out of this system where they control the funny money? And look at this passage, this promise that, that God has for us in Habakkuk 2. You've, uh, I was screaming it literally in Washington, D.C. I didn't even realize until later on. I'm like, why am I screaming? You know, because it's so – uh, huge what they've done and it's such great news for us. You've become rich by extortion, but how much longer can this go on? Suddenly your debtors, that's us. We've all become their debtors. We we will take action. They will turn on you and take all you have while you stand trembling and helpless. That's what we're gonna do. They will be left trembling and helpless. This is God's promise. Because you plundered many nations now all the survivors will plunder you. Isn't well, that it's a, terrific it's a, news?
1: It, it, let me tell you, I just want to stop you right there. That It's about dang time. It's really about dang time that we finally get to this point because we have been a debt slave nation now for over 150 years. We we got out, You know, we conquered the Civil War, we thought we ended slavery, and we put ourselves right back into it with the 14th Amendment. Now let's just talk about that really quickly um, because the 14th Amendment, in my humble opinion, was a very pivotal moment. And I know we have a, a couple of graphics on that, but it was a very pivotal moment about what happened to the sovereignty of the free Americans that were living in their individual states. Remember, we were all nation states, a union of states. And then they rolled us into this uh, thing, an entity called the United States. And then they took that thing and they incorporated it in Washington, DC. But that incorporation sucked all the states into sub-corporations eventually. So we became corporate citizens. And uh, because we are citizens of that corporation, That is really how they got away with their mandates, because we became under the jurisdiction of administrative law at that point, and we left the constitutional law that we were standing on when we were free people as as residents of Virginia, New Hampshire, Illinois, wherever we were, we gave that up for the privilege of being a U.S. citizen, uh, and and we exchanged our God-given rights as defined by our Constitution and Bill of Rights in exchange for the privileges of the administrative state. So we've set that stage right now, but I know you have more to share, so go on.
0: Yeah, well, and it's that it, it is so crazy, and I, I've I uh, I found out about this through Inevitable ET. I want to share that screen here in a little bit. Um, but I, I, before we go on, I want to say one other wonderful thing about from uh, Amos chapter nine, and I want everyone to be encouraged about the future that is ahead. Look at this one in uh, not, uh, Amos nine and thirteen. The time will come when the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. Then the terraced vineyards on the hills of Israel will drip with sweet wine. I will bring my exiled people of Israel back from our from distant lands. Don't think of this little town, little country in the Middle East. Think of all of God's people because you were we've been adopted into God's family and that we've been exiled from our country. And we're going to be have our country back. And that's really what you're talking about. We want our country back. What happened to our country? And actually, I was talking with my grandchildren. Um, uh, if you'll share this screen, this is a cute little video called Liberty Kids. If you guys are going to share the uh, about the 4th of July with your grandkids, your kids, this is a really cute video. And they were asking me, well, you know, is China going to you know, come in and take us to, to take us to China? You know, I was trying to make it simple for them. I said, we're not going anywhere. The, the problem is they've come here and we know that. They're trying, to, they're trying to take us, out, you know, they're ruling us through Biden.
1: Okay, I'm just to you know? a quick message from our producer. She's talking about the fact, um, and I know you don't have your chat open, but she's just asking if you can redo the screen share because she has lost screen uh, share. So, oh, so.
0: goodness. Okay, that's probably my fault because of chatting and talking. Okay, no, that's okay. let's try to see if that, is that going to work now? Here, can you see it now? I see it now. Go right on ahead. Okay. Yes, that's it. Liberty Kids uh, has a great series on the on Liberty, and this is one is the first Fourth of July. So I was sharing that with my grandkids yesterday, and so they were just they didn't understand, you know, about. I was telling them what it's like to live in China. I said, "Or they're like, are we going to have to go live in China? I said, no, we have rights. I, I put it out on the table a little. What do you think are the rights that we have? And they they got it. They're little, you know, five and nine-year-old kids, but they understand. The freedom is so important for us.
1: It's not, you know what, the, the idea of freedom isn't complicated, is it, Melissa? When you look at the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, it was written in plain English, definitely period English back in the day. And you should always have a dictionary relative to the time period, right? Black's Law Sixth Edition, if you really want to be very granular and specific. But, you know, it, it's simple plain English that so the common law could have a common law court. What do we have today? We have this administrative admiralty law garbage, and it's in legal ease. And nobody can understand
0: what in the world they're saying because they speak sort of like in double negatives. It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. Right, it's maddening. So, so uh, I found out about what we're, you're talking about here from Inevitable to ET. So, if you want to go to Telegram, he's Inevitable ET, and then this is this is actually post number one fifty-seven, and this is what you were talking about. With no constitutional authority to do so, Congress created a separate form of government for the District of Columbia, a 10-mile square parcel of land. The act passed when the country was weakened and financially depleted in the aftermath of the Civil War. It was a strategic move by foreign interests who were intent upon gaining a stranglehold on the coffers, a neck of America. This is what we're, it's dawning on all of us that they they basically stole our country. And when they talk about reconstruction, they were reconstructing our constitution. That's what they were doing. They're changing our constitution. And now we are not, we've lost our sovereignty. And we're now part of this, this corporation. And that's why it's, it doesn't make sense how we're treated. We're like, why are we not following the constitution? Because they, they it's a corporation. They consider us just chattel as part of this corporation. That's right. And, and, and in order to make
1: sure that they can monetize this corporation, they monetized us, didn't they? They turned us into chattel right. when they gave us our, when they turned us into corporate fiction. And what do we mean by that? Meaning you and me are free women, but there's also a vessel created by the United States government your social security number, but more importantly, your birth certificate created a corporate fiction of yourself, a vessel, which is an all capital names version of you, your driver's license, passport, birth certificate, all in capital names. They created the corporate fiction of you so they could contract with you and the federal government to complete that chattel process and monetize you, which is what your social security is about. They've been making money off you and and monetizing you since the day you were born. It's incredible. Continue, because I think
0: this is fascinating. here is a really great screenshot this is on usavsus.info basically showing exactly what you were just saying and that they changed our constitution where it was but formerly right here if you i'll just try to highlight it the the lowercase united lowercase states of america and now they've changed it to this corporate fiction called the United States of America and to to those who are maybe not you know a legal scholar or you know know about the law they might not understand the importance of that but that basically took us from being a a sovereign nation to now this corporation and so that's you know that that's that's really what's interesting about what President Trump is he was you know want him to be the CEO of this corporation and they want Biden to be the CEO. And this is an interesting thing because President Trump says this is ends right here and right now. So this is something from LeBron's uh, so- uh, son Royds. I don't know anyway how to say his name. But anyway, it says you don't impeach a man because there's a lot of talk about uh, impeaching Biden. He says you don't impeach a man who was installed as president by foreign adversaries. That's right. Joe Biden is—he's—he's—he was—he's not a duly elected president. You don't—you don't impeach someone who is not. You throw him in prison, and right. you reinstate the man yeah. who beat him and hold the enemy accountable. So impeachment would validate the 2020 election, you know, saying that that was a victory for Biden. Essentially, responding to an act of war with a band-aid—that's unacceptable. So this ties into something else that just came out that the other day. Oh, I want to see where was it—the Monroe Doctrine. Let me see if I can find it on my on my little, on <laughs> my screenshots. I've got too many screenshots here for you to get to share with you guys. There was a, a one I had of the of the Monroe Doctrine. There it is. Okay, I always heard that the Monroe Doctrine was that you know we didn't want to get entangled with all these foreign, etc. And someone put this out on social media the other day, and this is really what I think is the, at the heart of the Monroe Doctrine is that we do not want. Uh, foreign entities to come in and be Manchurian candidates like Biden for our country. We don't want foreign entanglements. We don't want foreigners coming in and running our country. And that's really what it goes. And you know, don't even worry about the what the Wikipedia page says. This is what goes to the heart of it. And then when you look at the, our 13th Amendment is uh, talking about slavery, right? right? But that's not the original 13th Amendment. No, it's not. It was this one right here. Go ahead. Do you tell about that, the title of nobility and honor. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead.
1: Oh, yeah. So the, the original 13th Amendment was, was drafted in 1819, and it was all about making sure that we never had anybody that had a title of nobility. Remember, we came from King George III, where we didn't want to be serfs and live in a feudalistic society where we had to pay him homage and and pay him to to live on his land. So anybody that had a title of nobility, like a prince, a squire, or an esquire, which we also known to be as attorneys, lawyers, or bankers, Nobody with a nobility title should ever serve in public office, and that was in 1819. And, and, of course, the Civil War and Reconstruction, which we thought was reconstructing, building buildings after the war. No, 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 no. It was rewriting right. our whole no, Constitution. No. They changed it in right. 1865, didn't they? They made it about yes. freeing slaves and in, involuntary servitude, as if there was such right. a thing as voluntary servitude, Right.
0: Right. And so these so many of these people who are in these positions in Congress have these titles of nobility and they need to basically all need to be removed. And this is treason. It says here clearly such a person shall cease to be a citizen of the United States and shall be incapable of holding any office of trust or profit under them or either of them. So this is a this is a huge deal. And this is really what it's what it's going to boil down to. I don't, I don't, in my opinion, I think some of this impeachment talk is really a red herring. I think it our is. issue is, is, is getting to the bottom and President Trump knows this. He well, knows all about this. So Melissa, you, you probably right. follow the story that
1: Todd Callender and his team led by Lisa McGee, a researcher have uncovered the fact that none of these people in the Biden regime have an, a valid oath of office on file, including Kamala Harris. There's two parts. No, I didn't to didn't know own. that. Oh yeah, you you have to swear your you have to put your hand on a Bible and swear that you will um you know support the uh, the uh, Constitution. You have to swear or affirm your oath to the Constitution here, and then that's that's 5 USC uh, 3331, and then 5 USC 3332. You must actually sign a sworn and notarized statement swearing or affirming your oath to the Constitution. So most of the people, actually all the people in the Biden cabinet do not have part two done or if they do, it's defective and they have yet to correct it. So we actually sent in a writ, a petition, excuse me, for a writ of quo warranto to the U.S. attorney in Washington, D.C., asking for them to remove these people or first correct it, remove them, undo everything they've done for the past two years and then replace them with the previous people that were holding those positions until further suitable um, officials can be found to you know, sit in those seats. Of course, that was completely ignored by the attorney. So we decided to do a FOIA of on course. the attorney and the judge who swore that attorney in as the U.S. attorney. Both of them, Judge Boesberg and uh, the attorney, um, um, both do not have sworn signed notarized oaths of office on file so you see we have nothing but a bunch of frauds and to your point right. there isn't treason when you have no right. oath right you're not
0: even legitimate there well, you are a foreign belligerent right. occupant there you go love that thank you for you said it perfectly well and then the, another thing that they said on this 13th amendment is that this is really the original pledge uh, i pledge allegiance to the constitution boom interesting Boom. interesting Yeah, because a flag, you're like, okay, but what does it represent, right? And uh, pledge allegiance to the Constitution of the United States of America and to the Republic that honors that Constitution, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. You know, this is what they refuse to swear allegiance to because they don't have allegiance to this. So the last thing I wanted to share is um, when you go over to my channel, you'll see how this is how this is biblical, Literally, and uh, an interesting thing that, and uh, over here I've got uh, all my social media right here, and I have wonderful team that helps to make sure we get it all everything out on the social media because I sh- I share so much information, and I want you guys to all, our job is to share this out as fast as we possibly can. But the, on the playlist right here, I've got a whole series on on end times and revelation, and an interesting little thing that might. Give you a little encouragement too, and because um, I don't know the time schedule of, of when all this is going to happen, I just know this is God's plan, and God is is delivering us from our enemies. It's clear in God's word, and uh, the uh, the minor prophets told us. I mean, it's it's all throughout. I've been teaching God's word for more years than I care to say, but it says it that the um, that the Lord would confirm a covenant for seven years, for a week. Technically, that that is means seven years, and I just find it very interesting. There's some really cool things happening this November, and I don't, I don't know anything. I don't have any inside information. I'm just a lady with a laptop who's trying to piece it together like everybody else. But it said that, then, uh, that it would be seven years, and President Trump was elected seven years ago this November. So there's another thing that's kind of cool. And I go, I go into a biblical astronomy. It's not horoscopes. You guys It's biblical astronomy. Like the the wise men saw the, the Bethlehem star. And so here is what the Bible calls the sign of the son of man. And that appeared. Except what is really, really interesting. Jupiter entered into this is a moving constellation, a, a, a heavenly sign. Um, and it's, it, the, Jupiter entered into this area of Virgo on the day President Trump was elected. This is so biblical. This is huge. It's huge. So, it, so uh, there's also another sign. And in no, in, real quick, I'll just say this because I know our time running out. In, in uh, Revelation chapter 19, I think around verse, look around verse 20, 30, somewhere in there, it says there was a, an angel standing in the sun and calling for everyone to, 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 to come gather for this this feast to destroy our enemies and there's a beautiful sign in november and it's in the scales of justice in libra the scales of justice there's a sun with a messenger star war mars which represents war and it's standing in the sun in november i think on the 17th so right at seven years since president trump was elected so i'm just saying it's kind of cool and it's, i'm I, i'm thinking that you would be happy for all this to bust loose uh, in november I would be very happy. I think everyone who's listening would be very happy to have that too.
1: Oh, Melissa, I love ending on a long week with great information. As always, you bring it, girlfriend. Thank you so much (laughs) for bringing this great information. And, of course, all factual, all open source, and available for anybody to research themselves. Melissa, red pill the world. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you.